You're listening to a Roddenberry podcast. I'm Ryan Myers, and this is your Sci Fi Five. Five minutes of science fiction history for December 30th. It's been called one of the best, and one of the weirdest, television episodes ever to hit the airwaves, thanks in no small part to some truly bizarre aliens. Do not attempt to adjust your podcast player. The Outer Limits classic, The Xanti Misfits, aired 58 years ago today. The original Outer Limits doesn't have the Twilight Zone's extensive catalog, since it only aired for one and a half seasons, but it still made an impact. 1963's The Xanti Misfits is one of the most memorable. That's partly because of the plot, which comes from Joseph Stefano, the screenwriter of Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho. The Xanti are a rigid and authoritarian alien race, and they've chosen to exile some of their malcontents to a prison ship that they've landed in the American Badlands. They threaten the Earth with total destruction if the ship's privacy isn't maintained. Of course, Humanity isn't always the best at following directions. There's a lot that stands out in the Xanti Misfits, from the cinematography, to the sound design, to the episode's final twist, but it's the Xanti themselves that take the episode from good to great. We don't see the aliens themselves until almost halfway through the episode, and, based on their radio interactions with the military, we're led to expect an imposing race of super-beings. Instead, we get a prison ship that doesn't stand more than waist-high, and rat-sized ants with angry human faces. There's no other way to say it. The Xanti are creepy. They're filmed using a combination of stop-motion and traditional special effects, and the result is... unsettling. The Xanti were created by the designers at Project Unlimited, a team which had tremendous impact on what we see on screen in science fiction. Learn more... After this, hi, Dr. Phil Flocks here, also known as John Billingsley. I volunteer for the Hollywood Food Coalition. We serve terrific meals to the unhoused seven nights a week. We assist a hundred nonprofits with their food needs. We work with community partners to address food insecurity in Southern California. If you're in LA, come and volunteer with us at hofoco.org/volunteer. And any Federation credits you can spare go a long way. The designers at Project Unlimited were experts in their field even before The Outer Limits. Hua Chang started his career as the youngest member of Disney's effects and model department, building the functional wooden models that the animators of Pinocchio, Bambi, and Fantasia used to study body movement. He formed Project Unlimited with Gene Warren and Tim Barr in 1957. In 1960, they won an Oscar for Best Effects for The Time Machine. Project Unlimited didn't just create the Xanti. They were responsible for nearly all of the special effects seen on The Outer Limits. They also designed props and costumes for historical films, including Spartacus and The King and I. The company closed in 1966, but the founders continued to work in genre film and television. Tim Barr worked on H.R. Puffin Stuff and Jaws. 
Gene Warren was the stop-motion director on Land of the Lost, and his son Gene Jr. won an Oscar for the effects in Terminator 2. And of course, Hua Chang went on to design Star Trek's Tricorder, Communicator, and aliens like Baylock, the Gorn, and the Tribble. This has been 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History, your daily Sci-Fi 5, for December 30th. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment, executive producer Rod Roddenberry. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.